have you been looking for answers? Maybe you've tried to figure it out on your own. Have you ever felt defeated? Did you consider giving up? Maybe you needed some encouragement or a clear path to take. Today, we have a solution for you. It's personal. This podcast is designed to offer a different solution to you from a biblical perspective. We believe in spreading God's love, empowering you, and helping to uplift you through the Word of God. It's not about us. It's all about Him. This is how we figured out. It's personal. Hello, everyone. Welcome to It's Personal Ministries podcast by Reverend Lanzaria Sanford. It's truly a blessing to be back. Last week, we were by ourselves, but we are back with DMA David Music Academy this week. So a big shout out to everybody who has been supporting. Uh, we hit a new state the last couple of weeks. I haven't done an updated shout out, but we hit the state of Illinois the last couple of weeks. And God is truly doing miraculous things with this ministry. So Lord, we, we thank you for all things. And we just ask that you continue to share this your loved ones, with your friends, with your co-workers, with your enemies. Uh, Hopefully you don't have any. (laughs) But share this and just like last week we announced that there there is a website up for ipministries.org ipministries.org Be sure to check us out. Uh, Shoot us an email. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook but we're going to get into this word this week. But before we do that, let's pray. Father God, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for strength. We thank you for health. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. Lord, we thank you just for being God, for being Jehovah, for being eternal, oh God, for being righteous, for being holy. And Lord, we give you praise for all things because the songwriter say everything that is good that has happened to me God did it. Everything that was good that has happened to me in my life, my family's life, my friend's life, God, you did it. So, Lord, we kept, we tell you, thank you for keeping us strong. Thank you for keeping us healthy, Lord. Thank you for keeping us going, even when we get tired. So, Lord, touch our hearts and minds to receive your word and your darling son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So again, we are here and we're going to move to a new direction, uh, talking about freedom, the freedom that we have in Christ. Uh, Growing up, you know, the older and the older you get, the more older people talk about, watch the choices that you make and make sure you make good choices and Growing up spiritually, I, it took me a while to understand how my choices affected my relationship with God and uh, how my choices, how they have effects, not only on me, but on the ones around me. So today we're going to turn to the book of Galatians chapter 5. This is another letter that Paul wrote to the church in Galatia and 
we can learn some things from this letter. We can learn how we should be, how we should act, how we should love, how we should live in this letter. So this this week and the next couple of weeks, we're going to be dealing with this Galatians 5. But the, but the word for this week is entitled Freedom. Freedom. You know, working on a college campus, the, the children, the freshmen, they are so excited about college, number one, because of their freedom. They are so excited about college because some of them are saying, man, I really get to live life without my parents. I really get to live on my own. I really get to do some stuff that I probably can do when I was in the house with my parents. So with this freedom, we have to understand, even on the college level, that there are some students who are able to make good decisions, although they have the freedom. However, on the other hand, there are other kids that make bad choices because they have so much freedom. And, and today we're gonna learn how we should live knowing that we have freedom in Christ. And, and, and we're going to see some things to where we may have thought that since Jesus died that we can do whatever it is that we want. But the devil is a lie. You know, some, some people understand it and say, well, since Jesus died, I can just do whatever I want to do. Well, the devil is a lie. We should not be that way because the Lord, he, he, he cleanses us. The Lord makes us live better. The Lord makes us be wiser in our living. And so although he died for the mistakes that we make, yes, we have forgiveness, but we should not just be living in this world careless with no concern in the world just because Jesus died. If I was out doing whatever it is that I wanted to do right now, I would not be doing this podcast. But because I'm focused on my spiritual purpose, because I'm focused on my ministry, I'm here spreading the good news to you, to the ones who I know, to the ones who I don't know, but to my brothers and my sisters in Christ. So today we're just going to dive in and learn about this freedom that Paul was telling the church in Galatia. And we're going to pick up. In verse 13, and, and before this, we, we will see, if you want to go back and study it, you, you will find that the people were trying again, this church, to revert to the law, to revert to being circumcised. But Jesus said, look, none of that matters anymore. None of that, none of those things matter anymore why because Jesus came and died and he brought us together he brought us together he brought the church together there are no more divisions we are the church and as long as we accept him as our personal savior the father he tells us that look we have been cleansed washed by the blood of the lamb and 
all of the circumcisions and the things that they were doing in the Old Testament times, some of those things don't apply to us. But however, when we look to the laws of Moses, uh, Jesus, he summed those up in the New Testament. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And we're going to hit on that last one in this in this week's lesson so today we're just going to pick up on verse 13 and it says for you have been called to live in freedom my brothers and sisters but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature instead use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, the Bible says. It says, beware of destroying one another so here we see Paul he is saying look for you have been called to live in freedom to live in freedom the Lord has delivered us to where we can live in freedom for First Peter 2 and 16 says, For you are free, yet you are God's slaves. So don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love your Christian brothers and sisters. It says, Fear God and respect the King. So here we see with brothers and sisters, Paul was talking to everybody. Makes no difference what your gender is. He was including everybody. And the thing about the gospel, the gospel is inclusive of everybody. And, and with this freedom, by knowing that we have it, and Peter, it told us, don't do evil things, but also here, in Galatians, Paul said, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. And there are some people who already knew that we have freedom. The Lord has given us freedom from the law. Yet still we must serve him. Yet still we must love our brothers and our sisters in Christ. But even though Jesus died, we must always be reminded that you just can't live and do anything. You just can't live like the world live. And the world say, well, Jesus died. But when you learn better, you ought to do better. And by learning this week that look, that although Jesus died, I have to be concerned with the choices I make. I have to be concerned with making the Lord happy. And, and just because the world says, yes, you can do this. 
Yes, you can do this. Have your way. We, if we're going to say that we serve God, the Bible tells us if you love me, he said, if you love me, obey my command. So here he's saying, don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. And you know, there's a lot of Christians headed to hell. Why? Because they are allowing their freedom to do whatever their sinful nature has a desire to do. But he said, instead, since he's telling us not to use our freedom to indulge in our sinful nature, and we all know what that sinful nature is. We, we all have experiences with that sinful nature. We all have those feelings that rises up that we know are not from the Lord. But he said, use your freedom to serve one another. But he didn't just say serve one another. He said serve one another in love. And you know, some people today always want to be served. But I take my example from Jesus. And Jesus was always willing to serve. In my life, I make sure I'm willing to serve. I'm willing to be a vessel, not for myself, but for the Lord. And everybody I see, everybody I meet, whatever the case may be, the goal is to do whatever it is that I'm able to do, to do it in love. So in our experiences, in our everyday lives with people, we must make sure that we do everything in love. We must have conversation in love. It makes no difference if people are getting on your nerves. Pray, breathe, collect yourself, and make sure you do that in love. So right now, examine your life and examine your last week and just say, ask yourself, did I make good choices? Last week, did I make good choices? Last week, did I make God proud? Last week, what did I do? Examine yourself because every week, the Lord is cleaning us up. Every week, the Lord is making us stronger. Every week, the Lord is making us better than what we were on last week. Will we be perfect? We will not be perfect. But yet still, each and every day, we are striving to be better than the person that we were on yesterday. And then Paul said, for the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, sometimes you see people get done wrong and, and it makes you wonder, do they know the word of God? And sometimes there are church people and, and you wonder and you see them do folks wrong and you wonder, do you serve the same God? Because the Lord tells us to 
love our neighbor as ourselves. So basically what it's saying is don't treat other people the way that you don't want to be treated. Love other people the way that you love yourself. Give grace to other people. The same grace that you want for yourself. Give mercy to other people. The same mercy you want for yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. So every day we must wake up. We must step out with the Lord. Just like we leave with our keys, make sure we take the Lord with us so that he's with us with every encounter that we face, with every encounter that we have to show the love of God. People, once they experience us, they should be able to feel the love of God. People, when they talk to us, they should be able to feel the love of God. No matter where you go, no matter what you say, they should be able to see the love of God. Why? Because we are commanded to love our neighbor as ourselves. But we must be mindful again of that sinful nature. That sinful nature, it causes us to hate. It causes us to have grudges. It causes us to put people down. That sinful nature causes us to devour our neighbor. Our sinful nature. Yes, the Lord, he's died and he set us free. But that nature is still within us. And one thing I can tell you is that every day I'm living and I want the Holy Spirit to overpower that sinful nature. And, and I'm living to one day see Jesus because once we make it to the heavenly kingdom, I stop by to tell you that sinful nature will be no more. That sinful nature will be gone away because we are in the kingdom of God. So he said, love your neighbor, not just the people that you know, not just the people that you like, but our neighbor includes everybody. Our neighbor includes the ones that talked about you on yesterday. Our neighbor includes the ones that didn't believe in you. Our neighbor includes the ones who, 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 who scandalized your name. Our neighbor includes all of those people. And one thing I can tell you is you can't do it by yourself. So we should ask for forgiveness. Say, Lord, forgive me and help me to love my neighbors. Lord, help me to forgive. Lord, help me to show mercy. Lord, help me to let go of that grudge. Why? Why do we do that? Why? Because this stuff can hold us down. This stuff can have us so mind blown, so upset, we have to let it go. Freedom. And the Lord will give us the strength to live free from all of that mess. And I thank God for that. But 
because Paul said in verse 15, but if you are always biting, if you are always devouring one another, watch out. If you're always putting people down, you better watch out. If you always have negative thoughts about somebody else, you better watch out. If you're always devouring somebody, you better watch out. If you're always hanging around a clique, that are talking about people, I stopped by to tell you, Paul said, you better watch out. He said, beware of destroying one another. Look at America today. We just sending back destroying one another. And these are the same people that say, we love God. These are the same people that say in God we trust, but yet still we sit back and we destroy one another. So in our lives, in our experiences, on our jobs, we have to make sure that we are representing God in the right way. It's personal. I didn't say you. I said we must make sure that we are representing God in the right way. Lord, forgive us for not fully walking in our freedom in the way that we should. Lord, help us to live by your Holy Spirit because by living by his spirit, we won't be doing this in verse 15. We will heed to this warning. Watch out. So the next time a bad thought comes into your mind, watch out. The next time somebody walk up to you and tell you something, watch out. The next time you see something posted, watch out. It makes sure that you, we, I am not destroying my brother or my sister so this this is the word and there was this story of a guy that had a dog and a cat he said the dog can never see the cat because every time he saw the cat he would chase after the cat he would try to attack the cat he would try to devour the cat. And I just stopped by to let somebody know today, make sure that you're not the dog. Make sure you're not the one that is chasing after somebody to tear them down. Because if we're gonna face somebody, if we're gonna bring somebody up, we need to make sure we're not tearing them down, but that we are pulling them up. We need to make sure we are pulling them up you know I'm a Lakers fan and yes we got put out the playoffs but something that I noticed uh, when LeBron got on the Lakers team and you know in basketball sometimes the players fall on the floor and when LeBron got there you know sometimes the players they'll get up by themselves 
But LeBron started this culture to where when they fall down, we would see him when he first got there, he would say, stay down. We'll pick you up. So every time you see the Lakers, be mindful of this. Every time you see the Lakers, if somebody falls down, a couple of guys run to them to pick them up. And I just want to tell you, remember your life. Look back over your life. There were times when you were down, but Jesus picked you up. You may be down right now, but Jesus, what he's doing, he's picking you up. He's, he's not stepping on you. He's not stumping on you. He's not talking about you. He's picking you up. And because the Lord picked me up, that should cause me to pick somebody else up. So whoever you see that is down, instead of tearing them down, remember it was Jesus who picked you up. So you make sure that you are right there to pick up whomever it may be. And it may be that very person that put you down. But ask God for peace. Ask God for strength. And pick them up. No matter how hard it is, pick them up. Because the sinful nature is going to say, don't do it. But the Lord is saying, pick them up. So we pray, we pray that you have truly been blessed by freedom. Today and next week, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep going in this word. So be sure. Send us a message, connect with us, talk with us. Looking forward to talking with you, speaking with you. It's Personal Ministries with DMA David Music Academy. Smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse. And lastly, smile because it will get better. God bless you. God keep you. It's personal ministries. IPministries.org. Check out the website. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to this particular episode of It's Personal. We thank you for your continued support and pray that you leave empowered and encouraged to stay with God. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at It's Personal Ministries. Before we go, we would like to leave you with this word of comfort. It's not about us. It's all about Him. This is where we realize it's personal. Until next time, God bless.